My name is Scott Challoner, and this is the Leaders' Council podcast for the people who run the country and the people who keep the country running. You join us on a crisp autumn morning here in the capital, and I'm delighted to say that joining us on the show today is Peter Williams, a qualified chartered surveyor, director and chairman at Conditionaire International Limited. Uh, Peter, welcome to the programme, and thank you so much for joining us today. Yes, yes. Uh, I've got to thank you very much for joining us today. Yes, I'm delighted to be speaking to you. Fantastic, Peter. Now, I've only given a very brief overview um, of what Conditionaire International actually does there. And I understand your business has been at the forefront of energy saving controls and energy management technologies pretty much since its inception. And given sort of the impact um, that climate change is having on the environment at the moment, those issues are hugely topical, aren't they? Yes, yes. Our main product is the Aircon Energy Saver, which saves between 20 and 30% of electricity used on all air conditioning units. And for each one installed over a year, it saves one tonne of carbon emission. And as the ROI is less than a year, uh, it's no cost to the client because it's paid for from energy saving costs. And at this moment of time, we're trying to interest the government uh, in this uh, for them to put it in all their air conditioning units in their many buildings up and down the country. Uh, But of course, although uh, the government uh, makes many speeches about energy saving and uh, reducing carbon emission, uh, when it comes to actually doing anything, it often goes in the all-too-difficult box. Um, but that's what we do. Now, as far as the coronavirus is concerned, of course, most of our products, we, we're an export company, really, mm-hmm. and most of our products are exported to uh, the warmer countries like Africa, Asia, South America. Um, and, of course, they've all been uh, affected in various ways due to the virus. So we have had a a, a severe reduction in sales, which is only now starting to become uh, a little better. Mm. It's encouraging that the sales side of things in those sort of target countries is starting to really improve, as it were, and pick up that little bit. Um, But thinking of the domestic market that little bit more, um, you say, of course, with the government, it's very much a case of, a lot of talk and very little action at the moment. So what, what do you think a government really needs to do if it is to really facilitate that drive toward net zero over the next few years? Well, well, well I think what, what, what they have to do, is, instead of making political speeches, it is actually really do something. Um, uh, and, and at this moment of time, uh, uh, apart from increasing electricity prices and, and, and trying to sort of uh, price their way out of the market, that they're not really uh, concentrating on, on saving energy. Uh, we're, we're trying to get through this, and we're making uh, uh, slow progress, but that, that is what they really need to do. I mean, the, the product we produce, the Aircon Energy Saver, it was designed in this country, it's manufactured in this country, and it's sold in this country. Uh, and we are disappointed uh, that we've not had more interest shown in it, but um, uh, we, we keep working away. 
And when you think of political statements such as Brexit as well, where they're very much championing, you know, by British, it's almost ironic, isn't it, that you've got this product here, which, you know, is going to be going towards their net zero targets, but there doesn't seem to be the interest that this product perhaps deserves. It's quite staggering, isn't it? That's quite true. Actually, we've got about I've got my local MP. I'm in. I'm from Southern Oaks. Um, Laura Trot um, uh, now trying to to, to work it forward. Um, we're trying to get the uh, attention of, of of the cabinet office to do so. But to, to give you an indication, the, the previous MP uh, here, uh, I got him interested about five years ago. We, we we've been trading now for twenty years, and he, he managed to uh, get a. Uh, a request sent to the, the then uh, energy minister uh, to ask the question I put forward, which was, how many air conditioning units does the government have and how much does it cost in order that we could say how much we could save? And the answer came back very simply. We have no idea. That's it. Mm. It's shocking, isn't it, really, when you know <laughs> leadership in this country... I believe it. Mm. Uh, um, Leadership, no idea. Yeah. leadership in this country, it makes such a big deal of its climate goals and its carbon targets. And when you don't know something almost as simple as that, I mean, it's it's shocking, isn't it? Yes, it, 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 as I say, it, it, it really needs, well, and of course, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to push my product, obviously. Um, but but, uh, uh, but the fact that um, the, the, the return on investment is less than a year, um, and it saves each one saves a ton of carbon emission. You you would think that would be sufficient. So, uh, for, for a total cost of approximately fifty million pounds, the government could install our product in every one of their buildings. And I don't know how many uh, air conditions they've got, uh, but let's uh, let's say it's fifty thousand or hundred. Then they would say fifty thousand tons of carbon emission straight away. Because if I can a bit of uh, commercial. Then it takes 15 minutes to fit our product, and it starts saving the energy immediately. And I think this is going to be incredibly important as well when we're trying to make that transition over to renewable sort of energies within the national grid, because that's going to be a huge wholesale change that's going to take a lot of time and a lot of investment. And we need to be making progress in cutting carbon emissions in that interim period, don't we? Right. And this is where this is going to be incredibly important. Yes. Absolutely right. Um, so as we sort of think about the sort of transition over to renewables and the real drive towards sort of net zero just before we wrap things up on the programme uh, now, Peter, what are some of your sort of personal ambitions for yourself and the business over the next year as hopefully we start to see some real progress toward that sustainable drive? Well, it, 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 it's, it, it's very difficult to project that certainly more countries now are, are, are being uh, are showing what, for example, we are currently dealing with South Africa, where I don't know whether you're where I wasn't until a couple of weeks ago, but they have now apparently eight to ten hours blackouts every day um, because they cannot produce sufficient energy. Uh, so... After we've been dealing with them for many years without much success, but they now seem to be taking it very seriously. It's not only governments, of course; it, it's the large companies um, uh, that, that use a lot of energy. One of those, of course, is supermarkets. Um, 
and and in fact we're 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 about we hope to start installing with with Walmart um, in in South America. But it's it's very difficult um, to, to to get them to actually accept uh, because a lot of them will say, well, if this is going to cost us a hundred thousand pounds this year. We, we can't afford £100,000 now from our capex. Uh, and they don't take into account that, in fact, they will recover that from their electricity uh, bill savings within that year so that the, the net cost is zero. But it's very difficult to get that message across. It certainly is, but isn't we keep it? Trying. Mm. And it's really getting that message across that's so, so important. And I think there are signs there that it is possible, aren't there? Because people, I think, have to a large degree ignored climate change for so many years, but now it seems that the world is waking up to it. Uh, yes, yeah, so I, I think it will bring it more to the fore. And, and as far as you asked the question on timing, who knows, at, at some stage... Um, the governments worldwide and large companies will bite the bullet and say, yes, this is something we will do. Mm. And hopefully, I know that we've maybe seen that more robust targets are still going to be required, but hopefully the leeway that we saw in the um, the COP26 climate summit is going to go some way toward fulfilling those ambitions, certainly. Um, and I think as well, Peter, as we sort of start to see how the situation unfolds and whether the government does start to take notice of products with huge potential, such as your own, it would be good to perhaps even catch up at some point in the next year and just see how things are sort of coming along in that drive toward net zero because this is something that is hugely, hugely important and I think it does well in revisiting. Yes, well, I hope, I, I agree with it entirely, of course I would, but uh, hopefully uh, this conversation, wherever it goes to, uh, who knows, it, it, it might uh, arouse interest in people who are a person who are not showing sufficient interest, but that is our hope. Hopefully so. It is all about certainly raising awareness of these important and topical matters and issues of the day. Um, and thank you as well, Peter, for taking the time to come and speak to us on the show. It's been an immense pleasure having you with us. And do take care and stay safe with all still going on as well. Okay. It was a pleasure welcoming Peter Ernest Williams from Conditionaire International onto the programme today. And I do hope that all of you thoroughly enjoyed the interview. And as addressing what is a very important and topical issue of the day at the moment with sustainability in business and the importance of the fight against climate change. Um, if you have been inspired by Peter's story and feel that you have your own story of success and of innovation within your business or organisation to share with us, then by all means you can apply to be on the show too via leaderscouncil.co.uk forward slash apply. Until next time to all of our regular listeners, please do take care. We'll be back very soon. Goodbye. <laughs>